Hey there, and welcome to the 20 Minute Money Podcast. I'm Matt, and I'm here with my co host, Robert. We'll be discussing everything you should have been taught in Business 101, but weren't. This is episode two. Today, we'll be talking about credit cards. So, Robert, what are we actually going to talk about today? We're going to start with discussing what a credit card is. I would like to talk about how it works, how it's different from other loans how credit cards are different between each other, so not all credit cards are the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to talk about what you can do with them that you can't with other loans. Uh, We're going to talk about different characteristics of them, like interest rates, rewards, all that stuff, things, and and see where the conversation goes. All right, so um, a credit card is basically an item you use to make purchases. So we use them as a, you might be familiar with, like a debit card, where you go to the store and you run that plastic, and that money comes out of your checking account. So the only difference with a credit card is, instead of the money coming out of your account immediately, the charge gets added to an account, which you have to pay. Now, when you pay is different. I mean, you have a couple cards, and I have a couple cards. Our due dates, when those are actually due, are sometimes on different days, so that can get confusing. It'll be your due date will be told to you when you open the card, so you'll know. But yeah, um, one thing I want to bring up is that your debit card can be run as credit and debit, and that's mm-hmm. different than what Matt's talking about. That's he's talking about a completely separate card that's credit only. It's not a debit card, so. Um, I just wanted to, to point that out. Yeah, We used to see a lot of times, we'd come in, we'd ask people if they had a credit card, and they'd say, oh yeah, I have this, and they'd pull it out of their wallet, and it would be a debit card. But just because you can run that card as credit doesn't mean it is. Exactly. Exactly. So, so it's different. I would say the distinguishing factor is, instead of you having the money to need to pay for something, it gets put onto an account for you to pay. It, it turns into a bill at which, the end of the month. Which is known as credit. Which is the actual credit part. Um, so the dangerous part with this is if you don't have the money to pay for it at the end of the month, you can pay interest. And interest is an amount on top of the purchase that's like a fee that you're paying the credit card company because you made those purchases and didn't pay it off at the end of the month. I mean, it's essentially a short-term loan. Um, so because you don't pay the whole thing in full, the bank is lending you that money um, in theory, and that's why you're paying interest. So if, for example, you spend $100 in a month and your due date comes and you pay 100 then you're not going to pay any interest. Um, exactly. But if you pay 50 then you're going to pay interest on that $50 and the next month and then whatever else purchases you bought that didn't get paid. So... Exactly. And what gets the most complicated part about a credit card is what when the charge went on the card and when you're paying interest on it. Because there's two factors that go into paying interest on a card. The first one is your billing cycle, and the second is the due date. Now, the billing cycle, for simplicity's sake, say it's the first of the month, to the 31st or the 30th of the month. So within those 30 or 31 days, any purchases you make will be due on the 15th of the next month. So to explain that again, if you make a purchase on October 1st, you don't actually have to pay for that until November 15th. Correct. So you wouldn't pay that on October 15th. 
if you had had that card open for a few months and you bought things, it wouldn't be due on October 15th. A lot of times people will think that. So if you like in the example, Matt said, if you bought something November 1st, that's already past the statement close date of October 31st. So that wouldn't be due in November 15th. That would be due in December. So, so that's where it gets tricky. Now, luckily you don't have to figure any of this out. If you look, you'll get a statement at the end of the month, say on the 31st. They'll send you something either by email, you have to log in, or you go into your bank and you get a paper statement. And there's going to be two items listed on that statement. One will say statement balance, and the other will say outstanding balance or total or current balance. Current balance, or it'll say there'll be two different charges. Usually, to not pay interest, you'll pay the lesser of the two amounts. The statement which, balance. Which is you the wanna, statement balance. You want to pay balance. the statement balance. That'll make it so you don't pay any interest. The current, What the current balance is, is it's your statement balance plus any charges that you've charged since the statement closed. Exactly. So in this same October time frame, if I spend $100 in October, on November 1st, I'll get my statement for $100. And that $100 is due on the 15th of November. But if I spend $50 on November 3rd, say, I'll get my statement online will read statement balance $100, total balance $150. I don't need to pay the $150 to not pay interest. I just need to pay the 100 because that's the statement balance. And so this is this is a little bit different than other loans. Um if you've had auto loans or mortgage or anything in the past, um, or if you haven't, um, they have fixed payments every month. You're requ- you, when you sign the agreement, you're going to pay X amount of dollars every month for X amount of years, and then it's just done. So you're going to pay $300 a month for five years, and that's going to pay off the loan. It doesn't really work that way with a credit card. Um, on those loans, if you don't pay the full amount, you're late and, and you're late until you make that that difference up um, on a credit card like we were talking if if you don't pay the whole thing you're not necessarily late you can pay you're gonna get a, a total balance that Matt said and then you're gonna get a payment due usually the payment due is roughly between one and two percent give or take a little bit it varies on cards which means about usually you'll see a $25 charge unless you have a lot of money on that card. Right, right. So it's generally 1% or 2% of the outstanding balance, and that'll be your monthly payment. As long as you make that payment, you're satisfied. You're not going to be considered late, but that doesn't mean you're not going to pay interest, which is the remaining amount that you didn't um, pay for that month. So that's where it differs a little bit from loan to loan. Um, with those loans, you can't really it can't really add up on you. Once you sign the agreement, it can only really go down uh, for and, the most part. You and, know, and he's talking about auto loans and mortgages there. Correct. With a credit card, you have a maximum limit, yeah. so you can take out the card. Um, the factors that go into your limit are how good is your credit score. Um, we'll have a whole podcast later about what is a credit score and what that number actually means, and we'll we'll cover all of that at a later point. But the factors that go into your credit limit. The two, a couple of major ones are how good is your credit and how much money do you make? So if you don't make a whole lot of money, you're going to have a smaller limit than someone who makes a lot of money. But if somebody makes a ton of money and has terrible credit, they might have a small uh, available credit is usually what it's called. And so I'd like to wrap up that section um, of what they are, how they work, and, and that such with um, – 
where it can go wrong. I'm sure you've been told by friends or family that they've personally had bad experiences or know somebody that has had bad experiences with a credit card. Um, I've personally known people that have gotten in, in trouble with credit cards. So they are, they can be dangerous. Um, we don't want to make you feel like that they're, you know, the best thing. And even if used wrong, they're still great. Um, if they're used wrong, they can be dangerous, but we're going to tell you why they're great and how you can avoid that. Um, but why they're dangerous is because if you don't make those payments, the interest adds up very, very fast. So on an auto loan, you have collateral backing it, meaning if you don't pay, um, the bank can come and take something of value to get back their losses. Um, on a credit card, there is no such thing as collateral, so the, that raises the bank's risk, which causes them to charge a higher rate. Um, these cards go as high as the twenty-five percent ish, usually as low as like eight or nine. So, I mean, you're going to be paying a lot of interest, and obviously, if you, you know if that keeps compounding, that's going to be dangerous, and the, mm-hmm. the bills add up fast, and it's hard to pay off, and and that's where people get into trouble. Yeah. And what he means by compounding interest is. If you charge $100 on your card and you don't pay it off and there's an 18% interest rate, um, whatever that interest is that gets added on, the next month you're also paying interest on the initial $100 charge and the interest from last month. So then essentially you're financing your interest on top of your purchase. So that's where people really get into trouble is when they don't pay it off in full. Um, But cards really aren't all bad. If you uh, use them appropriately or you just pay that statement off in full, you'll find you actually can do pretty well with a credit card. Um, I know you said before we got started, you got a really good offer recently. We we both have done well. But I mean, um, if you have good credit and you do things right, I mean, this isn't something you can do with your first credit card or even probably within your first year of building credit. But once you have an established credit score and credit history, which we're going to go into another episode describing more in detail of what all that is. So keep an eye out for that but um if if you have that then you can make some decent money back decent mo- yeah you can make yeah. some decent money on these cards so um i'll give a little detail on what what happened was um chase bank was offering a credit card where if you spent four thousand dollars um in the first three months of account opening you would get 625 dollar credit um so you get rewards points equal to $625. I knew I had my auto insurance due, which was $2,000. And then I also knew I had my student tuition bill, which was $2,000. I had the cash that I was ready to just pay them out front. um, But I thought, why not just put it on the card? I'll meet the requirements. I'll get the $625. I'll use the cash to pay off the card. And then I'll basically have made $625 for doing really, I mean, really nothing. So um, I did that. And then, uh, I think we went on a trip. I think uh, I think we did. That might have been Vegas. We did with we, that one. I think we might have um, went to Vegas with that money. So, you know, it is real money, and it's not. You know, it's money that you can spend. You can put it right in your account. You can save it and be smarter than I was with it. But yeah. hey, well, travel well, makes traveling is an experience. Yeah, um, it, it it's really fun for me, and that's really uh, what I use the cards for. If you go online, you'll see there's a bunch of different types of cards. There'll be cards that say zero um, percent interest. So. That's to say for a certain period of time, say 12 months, you won't pay any interest. But after that 12 months, you're going to pay interest on whatever is left on that card. So I take advantage of a lot of those cards for my tuition bill um, because I know I don't really have a lot, a whole lot of expense every month, but I can't always afford to pay you know, $2,000 every two months. Like I can't... 
I'm not gonna, it's not as easy for me to save up $2,000 and pay that all off as it is to have this card, put the money on there, and pay the $2,000 over 12 months. Now, as long as I pay that off, it doesn't matter. I'll get to basically finance $2,000 for free. Now, the card that I'm referring to, I also got points on top of that. So I got $200 in points, which I can deposit right to my checking account or apply back towards that purchase. Um, I think what Matt's saying here is great. It's a great thing to do, and I've done it myself. It's very, it works very well. But one thing I do want to bring up, um, it, this can be dangerous, so just be careful. Um, if you're doing something for, this is kind of just a rule of thumb that I, mm-hmm. I give for me personally. I don't know if Matt does this, but um, if I do a 12-month 0% interest, I tell myself I only have 11 or if I do 16 months, I'll do 50, you know, whatever one month left less than um, what they're really, the, the term is, if you will, um, because it can be bad. Um, when we were working at the bank together, um, I had somebody come in who told me that he, he took this offer um, from another credit card company. He did 0%. And basically what happens is if you don't pay off the full balance by the end of the intro period, they add on all of the accrued interest that has accrued over the entire time that you had 0% and they add it on. So this gentleman that I was working with, um, they added over $4,000 of interest onto his credit card um, just as an interest charge because he didn't, he had about, uh, I think, I think if I remember correctly, a couple hundred dollars left that he hadn't paid off and he figured that he would just start being charged interest at the end of the period, but that's not the case. Um, they add all of the interest that, was would have been accrued over the, the time period. So um, just keep that in mind because that can be bad. Um, and that's not to say that all cards will do that. Some cards may have this clause. I'm not familiar with the one he's talking about, but it wouldn't surprise me. Just um, read the fine print. Read the fine print. Um, for, um, I mean, I've pretty much every fine print I've read on a credit card has had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much, you know, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I know I have one. I think I have $200 left on a card that I had one of these promo offers for, and it's due, I think, on the 4th, and it's like the 23rd right now, so I, I'm going to check that after this. But um, but that these aren't the only types of cards that we use, these 0%. Some of them, if, if you're like... If you're not like me and you don't need it for that reason, you could do um, like a travel rewards card where if you spend... I know like JetBlue has one now where if you spend money on JetBlue, you get so many multiples of points for JetBlue. And if you go to a gas station, you get two points or whatnot. So there's all different types of cards there's out cash there. Back. There's I mean, cashback cards. There's travel. There's travel. Um, if you're not spending or if you're not paying off your whole balance in full, rewards are completely useless. And that's why people, that's why credit card companies can offer rewards because of the people that don't pay it off in full, they're pay, basically paying your rewards because they're paying the bank. Um, you know, so you're going to pay more in interest than you're going to get in rewards. I promise you that. Exactly. Um, so if you're going to pay it off in full, which like Matt and I do, we basically use the credit card as our, you know, theoretically as our debit card. If we don't have the cash, we don't spend it, but we can still get the rewards from it. So we know we're going to pay it off in full every month. So we're, you know, we're going to get those rewards. I've had credit cards for, actually just coming up on four years now and I've, I'm yet to pay a single penny of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've gone on a few trips together. Just from, on points. Just on points. Just on points. Um, I've probably gotten 
no lie, over maybe like $2,000 roughly on, on rewards. Yeah, in the last four years, that sounds about right. Yeah. And that may sound like a lot of money, but think about it this way. If you spend, say, $20,000 in a year, which I bet most full-time working adults do, you could earn two to $400 in cash back easily with just those amount of purchases, and that's not even with any of these promotional offers. Yep. So... And if you may say, oh, I don't spend $20,000 a year, think about it this way. If you made $15 an hour and you worked full-time for the past year, you made over thirty grand last year. Now that's, I'm sure, my mental math isn't great, but you're going to get taxed on that too. But say it comes out to $22,000 you made last year that went into your bank account. If you don't have $22,000 left in your bank account, you spent some money. And whatever money you spent, you could have earned cash back on. So basically what he's saying is that all that money you would have spent, you could be earning between generally one and 3% on all of those. And I mean, that adds up. I mean, you know, and some of these cards even have 5%, but those are on categories and they're on categories. Yeah. That's the big stipulation. And if you don't sign up in time, you don't get the, per- the higher percent. So there are a lot of caveats and there's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of details that vary. Credit cards are, um, they're different for every bank. Every even banks offer different types of credit cards. So I mean, there's a lot of difference in them. But we're kind of just trying to give you an overall, overarching idea as to how they work and what they are, and and that they can be very useful if used right. So yeah, this is a very quick overview. But what I'd like to do is on our website, twenty minutemoneyorg we will post a short blog. It might actually be a longer blog with all the stuff we're going to have to put in there. Um, kind of like a quick review, how they work, what they do, what you can use them for, types of rewards. We might have... We I might mean, basically everything we went over, just a little more detail and it, as a different medium so you can read it instead yeah. of listening to it yeah. if that's what you want. So if you find us unbearably annoying, you can certainly go to our website <laughs> instead. Exactly. Or um, if you want graphs, if you want some graphs, yeah. you know. Yeah. We, we could put some basic chart together about... The time period take you to pay off a card Just and the things you can't see in a in a in a podcast. podcast so. Yeah, so we'll put something like that together. Um, what we will do is upload that under I think the blog page, um, and we'll probably put something on our homepage so you can see it there as well. Um, I did want to add that if if you felt like this, you're really interested in this idea and you wanted to hear more about this. Um, and you, you can submit questions to us on our website. You can, you can send them to us on Twitter if you'd like. We're at 20 Minute Money, or you can post them on our website. Um, also, if, the, if we get a, a large response in this and you really want to hear more and you want us to go into more detail on these credit cards, um, we'll, we'll do a second episode. We'll do a yeah. second part, and we're happy to bring on listeners. If you guys want to come on and, and ask some questions, we're yeah. happy to have you call in and, and talk to us and, and get your questions answered. So um, we'll definitely do a second part to this if, if you're interested. Yeah, the only stipulation to that is we'd like you to email us first. Our email is posted on our website about what your question is going to be, and then we could set up a time for you to call in and we could discuss it. Um, Today's topic was the most voted section on our website. We have a small voting box, I guess you could call it, if you scroll all the way down on the homepage. Uh, This was the most uh, asked for topic so far out of, I think we had seven or eight up there. So we'll probably remove this one from the voting and we will replace it with something else. So continue to vote on those topics. Uh, Whatever has the most votes next week or maybe the week after, we'll do a podcast on that as well.
We hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, we hope you check in for episode three. Thank you for listening to this episode of 20 Minute Money. Make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have any questions that you'd like answered, you can tweet them to us, post them on our Facebook page, or email them to questions at 20minutemoney.org, or submit them to us on our website, and we'll try and discuss them in a future episode. And as a reminder, you should not act solely based on the information provided in this podcast, as it is for entertainment and educational purposes only. It is not to be used as investment or financial advice, as we have not considered your personal position specifically. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and thanks for checking in.